Hello, hello. This is Thea Fiore Bloom, the artist and journalist behind the Charm Studio blog, and welcome to the Charm Studio podcast. We are can be found at www.thecharmstudio.com online, and I just want to thank you for coming to spend your precious energy with me here today. And I want to help you guys out, all of us artists out today. And the topic for today is Zoom calls. Zoom calls for introverts, the artist guide to looking, sounding, and feeling good on Zoom, okay? And what's wonderful, stick around, there's a good tip in this podcast about how to turn on Zoom's hidden, what I call the fountain of youth filter. So let me start by telling you the truth, which is I wanna get on a Zoom call just about as much as I want an IRS audit, a gum scaling, or to do an hour long six pack abs workout. Why do I avoid Zoom? Well, like you probably, I'm an introvert. And because most of us creatives are, we're introverts and that's a good thing. Our job as creatives is to dive into the deep blue, to camp out there and to send messages back to the surface about what we've seen and heard, right? Yet now the times are starting to dictate that we have to race up out of the depths, slam our wet diving helmets on the desk and get on a Zoom call? Are you kidding me? But as Anais Nin had a point, right, when she said, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage, end quote. So let's get the skinny on how to look, sound, and even feel good on a Zoom call. And I want you to come check out these five road-tested tips I've tried and I've discovered, and I'll bet they'll work wonders for you too. So we'll go straight to the first tip, which is to get a big old stack of books. Not a high-tech tip, but a good tip. If you don't want to look like Jabba the Hutt, for you know, remember from Star Wars, then don't let anyone, including you, film you from a low vantage point. Just grab a big old stack of books and put them under your laptop. Stack them until the camera is at or a little bit above your seated eye level, okay? You can download the Zoom app if you haven't already. There's links uh, in show notes and links on the post, which I link to in the show notes, how to do that. And if you want, after you download the Zoom app, if you haven't already, then you go to the Zoom test page and I link to that too. And that's a great resource to just test things out before you go live and just see what a difference it makes to have that camera up a little bit above your eye level. And the, the good news is you're gonna look way thinner. The bad news is if you haven't chosen the right window or added the right lighting, you still may feel like you look 112 years old and wanna chuck it all because there's a lot of shadows that come in if you're doing it the wrong way. But never fear, we can fix this. Just let's keep listening to, let's go to Zoom call tip number two, which is to find your dream window. Natural light from the front is key to not looking like a serial killer on Zoom. You know, you also wanna avoid side lighting from one window to the right or left of you. Uh, I've seen this a lot with people online. Uh, the side lighting will shade half of your face and it kind of gives you that, uh, you look like an eclipse. It's not, not a fantastic way to go either. But whatever you do, do not place your setup with the window behind you, with the light streaming from behind you. Because trust me, I tried this. I look like a talking silhouette in a witness protection program. Not a good look either. So what do you want to do? If possible, you place a makeshift desk a few feet in front of a sheer curtained window and try it out on the day or time of like an important interview. If you're gonna get interviewed at 11 o'clock, uh, 
then in the morning, try it out at 11 o'clock in the morning a couple days before and test it out on Zoom and see how that light at that time looks through that window on your face. If you don't have a good front-facing window or that window's in the wrong place in your house, i.e. it's in a place with bad internet reception, which happens, or it's in a path, like a place or a path where your grandkids like ride the big giant dog through, you'll have to go to plan B. And plan B is simple. You just set up your desk in a quieter, darker place with good internet reception and plunk down a plain old table lamp close to or behind your laptop computer or your smartphone. You could take the lampshade off, turn it on, and voila, you have cheapo stage lighting. It's not terrific, but it'll definitely, it's better than what you had before. And if you test this out on Zoom, you'll see you'll look way better. Maybe you only feel like you're 88 years old. But no worries, we're not done yet. Zoom tip number three is that to use artificial light and it can be your new best friend. If the lamps on the lampshade doesn't do it for you, I would really just invest a lowly 25 bucks in getting a youth-inducing dimmable ring light from uh, Amazon or other providers. The one I like is this really great reviews too, is the UBZ 10 inch selfie ring light. And it's got a little tripod and it's small and it can give you cool light, medium light, warm light. And this is good for artists too, because we often have to do uh, shots, product photography for Etsy and things like that. It's really nice to use inside of a light, outside a light box to reflect light in or as an addition to natural light for shooting your artwork if you need a little more light. But this ring light that I love has, the thing about that little wee tripod is, it also has a built-in clamp for your smartphone to clip into in case you wanna be perfectly lit when you Zoom call on your smartphone instead of using your computer, okay? So I've also heard that if you wrap some cheap fairy lights around your phone when it's on a little tripod, that that helps to uh, di uh, soften the light around the camera. And you could try that too and see if that works for you. Uh, I bet by now you're gonna you're looking way better, but wait, there's more. Now you're ready for the piece de resistance, which I call the fountain of youth filter. So this is just a little bonus tip. And I just, I, I, if Spanish explorer Ponce de Leon had stumbled on this button in his search for the fountain of youth in Florida in the 1500s, he might've felt the ex exhibition wasn't a total waste of time because you just need to switch on this button it's called touch up my appearance in the zoom settings to look this this really glowy uh fabulous uh lighting and you don't have to wear a lot of makeup if you're a woman it's like you can there's a super short video i have uh that i'm going to link to in the show notes that shows you exactly how to turn it on but it's um and you there's a toggle bar that you can go to different degrees to, to see how much of this kind of dewy, youthful glow uh, lighting you want to add. You can push it all the way over. It still doesn't look too fake. It looks pretty wonderful. And so you're just going to find it in the Zoom settings under, uh, it's under the stop video. And if you click the menu bar under there, it'll you'll see a touch up my appearance bar. And then you push that all the way to the right. But I'm going to link to a little video that shows you uh, with a um, screen capture exactly how that works. It's really easy to turn on once you see how it works, okay? But make sure you suss it out because it's going to help you relax so much more. So the thing is, by now you look fabulous, I promise you, if you do all these things. But what's the use of looking great if you sound terrible? 
So tip number four for Zoom calls for artists and for introverts is if you want to sound good, get a good inexpensive microphone. The Zoom techs that work at Zoom have done a lot to make you sound okay just talking into the mic that's built into your iPhone or laptop. But if you want to sound a smidge better, you try popping on those earbuds that came with your phone. If you have an iPhone, you know the ones I'm talking about. They have that white rectangular bar which you adjust the volume on and that also on the other side is a microphone which hangs near you when you have the earphones on so people can hear you when you have the earphones plugged into your phone so that brings the phone uh, that brings the microphone closer to your mouth than you would if you were talking into a phone on a tripod or if you're talking into the built-in mic on your laptop but if you want to it sounds okay but if you really want to sound silky and you want to sound respectable for classes or interviews use a portable usb microphone there are dozens of them they're high that are high quality that are low price and that are easy to set up i personally use an audio technica atr 2100 with what's called a pop filter over it which is really not difficult to install uh, but you don't even need that in the beginning i i really link um the microphone i've seen a bunch of my clients and students use and i've heard over zoom that sounds really nice is a blue yeti nano premium usb microphone and that's under a hundred dollars and it would be an excellent choice for a first microphone plus it looks very retro very cool uh it looks like you if you use it you'd feel like you're orson wells in a radio screenplay in the 1930s or 40s. Uh, for help, there's a short video I linked to here about tech aspects of how to look good on a Zoom call. But let's finish up. So now you look good, you sound good, but what, what's the purpose of all that if you don't feel good, if you feel super nervous still? So here's my last tip, and it's about feeling good on Zoom. And the way to do that, tip number five, is to make it sacred. The other tips thus far have dealt with surface details, you know, and that's all they are. Looking good or sounding good are surface details. But I did promise to address how to feel good, especially if you're teaching anything to others on a Zoom call. So here's my answer for introverts like us, is that after we get the tech stuff taken care of, then we can relax and we need to change focus and we need to go from focusing on the outer to focusing on the inner. Otherwise, what's the point, right? We need to try to make it sacred. And by trying to make it sacred, I mean this, that at some point we have to stop running around with our hair on fire, worried if other people are going to approve of us or not. And instead, we need to focus on what our imperfect but beautiful heart wants to say that might actually help a few other imperfect but beautiful hearts out there that might be listening. So what can you communicate to your audience that will help them understand how to approach something differently or help them to get through a difficult time, okay? You wanna put the onus off of you and onto how you serve others. And that will make you feel good about what you're doing, which will really help you relax because most people that listen to my blog, blog and read the blog and listen to the podcast are heart-centered artists. And as heart-centered artists, we really need to know that the work we're doing is meaningful and helping others and this is how you'll know and that's how you'll relax i think it'll really work for you if you try it okay i hope these tips have given you some support that you might need to shine on zoom and now i want to put it on over to you what do you think do you love zoom do you hate zoom do you have any tech questions i could help you with you can just lay them on me do you have any zoom tips i'm still learning so i'm always open to new information i'd love to know what your thoughts are um 
in the comments below on the post or in the comments on the podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed. It's the easiest way to support the Charm Studio, which sends out two free podcasts a month for heart-centered artists on how to feel good, how to write well, how to, to uh, sell ethically and do meaningful marketing um, as a heart-centered artist. That's it. I am wishing you a wonderful uh, rest of your day. And remember, your art is always there for you. And so am I. You can always get in touch. Take care. Thank you. Be well.